Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Tuesdays with Liz. Origin story time! The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk. 1071. This is your place for entertainment. This is your place for Project Down and Dirty Pickleball. Yay! And we're so excited to welcome a guest. Uh, we finally get to talk to a part of our charity for the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn show. Our charity is Brave Like Gabe. And we have the executive director, uh, we have Alicia Hawkins on the phone with us. And uh, she's going to tell us all about Brave Like Gabe. Hello, Alicia. Hey, Alicia. Thanks for joining us. Hey, it is so nice to be with you. Thanks for having me and for uh, taking on this challenge on behalf of Brave Like Gabe. Now, we have begun to learn a little bit about the organization ourselves, of course, but we wanted to share the organization with listeners, and I know we're going to do a ton of that over the next few weeks as we get to Project Down and Dirty and then within that week itself. But can you, for the listener, give us sort of a thumbnail of what Brave Like Gabe is as an organization and who it's serving? Absolutely. So Brave Like Gabe is a nonprofit based here in the Twin Cities, but serving people nationwide and in fact, worldwide. It started in 2018 when a woman who lived here locally, Gabe Grunewald, um, had a rare cancer and decided she wanted to help support uh, research into those rare cancers. She was diagnosed very young. She was 22. And when you get diagnosed with a rare cancer or rare disease, it's really isolating. You don't have options. There isn't a clear care plan. You don't know anyone else with your disease. And so over the 10 years that she had some recurrences, she kept telling her story to try and inspire others to get behind this movement around supporting research for rare cancers. She did pass away in 2019, but her legacy continues through us here at the foundation. And we are able to make more than a half a million dollars in grants to research institutions every year um, through her story and the inspiration that it provides people. This is just fantastic because this is an organization that maybe not a lot of people know about in the community unless they are mm-hmm. a runner. 
because she mm-hmm. was in fact a runner. And so you all get yourself out there by supporting marathons and, and people run to raise money for this organization. Absolutely. So Gabe was a runner here at the University of Minnesota. She's actually from Purim, Minnesota. Um, Go Yellow Jackets. And she did run professionally for Brooks for many years. So even throughout her diagnosis, she was able to maintain this thing that made her feel like herself. She is known for running to and from and in between some of her treatments. Um, I think we all know a good workout clears your brain, um, makes you feel better just overall. And so she really wanted to share that part of her journey as well, that that being active um, and physical activity can really support you in this diagnosis and even make you maybe a little more resilient as you're going through treatment. So yes, most of our supporters come to us because they know Gabe as a runner. Mm-hmm. And for example, this weekend, 27 people are running the Twin Cities 10 mile on behalf of Brave Like Gabe mm-hmm. and raising money to support rare cancer research. And we do that at races all over the country. I love this for two two reasons. One, the exercise piece of it, Don and I can both relate to the power, as you mentioned, to clear the mind, but also to just help your body get from point A to point B. It's such it's such an important part of our lives, whether we're facing um, illness or just life as it is. Mm-hmm. So that's, that yeah. is totally relatable, yeah. I think, to a lot of our listeners. But also the idea of these rare cancers not getting enough attention and bringing, bringing attention to those rare cancers, but also showing people that I bet they're far less rare than they would think. Can you talk a little mm. bit about what, a rare cancer looks like? Sure. Um, It looks like more than half of the diagnoses in the United States every year. Um, 50% of cancers diagnosed in the United States are considered rare. And generally what that means is less than 15,000 people a year diagnosed with Mm. that particular cancer. So it's still a fair amount of people. And when you think about 50% of the diagnoses a year being rare, there's a lot of people out there isolated by this disease that they have and not very many other people have. And the truth is research funding goes to the bigger cancers that reach even more people. And that's great. We are not here to say we should not be researching breast cancer. Um, but, and in fact, we do learn a lot about rare cancers through the research by, um, done by those uh, larger cancers. But we really want people to have an opportunity to find treatments and cures. Gabe really wanted there to be options for people. So um, when you think about rare Every pediatric cancer is rare. It is rare that children get cancer. Um, And Gabe herself had adenoid cystic carcinoma, and that only um, touches 1,200 people a year here in the United States. So that's not very many people to build a community Mm -hmm. around of support. So 
So yeah, in some ways, we're really here to support the, the research, and that's where all of our money goes. If you donate to us, it supports research, and you can read about that research on our website. But we're also here to tell this story about rare um, and to use Davis that inspiration to persist on a daily basis. For sure, we all go through hard things. Sometimes it's cancer. Uh, and she's famous for saying it's okay to struggle. It's not okay to give up. And that really inspires people in all phases, stages, ways of living. Um, and so we're here to build that community of support around rare as well. Well, we cannot wait to raise money for you. Uh, and I know our listeners can't wait either because, you know, this is the kind of thing that isn't thought about every day. And just knowing how hard that she fought the entire time running to her treatments. Um, and I love one of your your statements here, empowering people to keep running on hope. And that's a lot of times yes. all you can do in situations where you just yes. don't know what to do. So thank you. Well, for... Go we ahead. are so excited to be part of this challenge um, and just pumped that the physical activity of pickleball mm-hmm. is really taking <laughs> off. So um, we are psyched to have you guys on Team Brave Like Gabe. Well, Alicia, I hope we get to meet you in person soon and the rest of the organization over at Brave Like Gabe. We will make sure that we post links on our show page today so listeners can begin to establish the relationship with you guys uh, just as we are just ahead of Project Den and Dirty 2023 Pickleball, as you said, and it will be a physical challenge. Dawn has been strenuously <laughs> working out. Uh, I'm going to try my best. And um, it's it's been an inspiration to just learn a little bit about Brave Like Gabe. We can't wait to to hear more of the story. So thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having us. We'll see you soon. All right. Talk to you soon. All right, listeners, again, we'll post all of that information on our show page at mytalk1071.com so you can learn more about Brave Like Gabe as we just did from Alicia Hawkins. And when we come back, Dawn, Lil Tay, remember her? She's seen for the first time Mm -hmm. in 10 years. And Dawn's going to tell us how that all went down right here on My Talk 1071. We're looking for... Hey, my talkers, Bradley here for my good friends at Boulevard Auto Works, BLVDAutoWorks.com. Head there today. Get ahead of the winter weather that's on our way by making sure your vehicle is in tip-top shape for whatever a Minnesota winter can throw our way. And I've heard it's going to be a little milder than normal, but you know, a mild Minnesota winter, what's that? It's still winter and it's still going to be miserable. So... By that, I mean there will be snow, there will be ice, there will be crappy road conditions. Make sure your vehicle, make sure the battery, the heater, uh, your tires are in tip-top shape. Best place I know to do that is where I bring my car for scheduled maintenance. I bring my vehicle right over to Tom and his team at Boulevard. I hand them the keys. They hand me the keys to the beautiful, uh, branded, by the way, courtesy car that's waiting. I love driving that car around town. I'm like, hey, guys, it's me. With Boulevard. You can have that same experience when you drop your vehicle off at blvdautoworks.com today. And hey, if you mention my talk, you're going to get a free maintenance and safety inspection. Tell them my talk sent you. blvdautoworks.com. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk 1071. Thank you for hanging out with us on this beautiful fall day. Hey, Bachos. We're so excited that you're here. Um, if you missed any of the show, uh, you can go back and listen to the podcast on our website. And also, if you want to just hear Blinded by the Item, it is its own podcast. Down that, Download that wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, 
Let's um, move on to a bizarre story that uh, we didn't even know who this person was. Um, There was a whole story about this person named Lil Tay. And she was a viral phenomenon, viral, viral phenomenon for a brief period of time um, about 10 years ago. And she was a little girl rapper on the Internet. Now, there was a viral death hoax going around about her. her, And that is how we learned about her. And then we started looking up, like, who is this person anyway? How popular she was. Her brother ended up being behind all of her videos. I mean, they were posing in Maseratis and, like, acting like she was... It's kind of funny, but at the same time, there were also behind-the-scenes videos where she was really struggling, like, I don't know what to say, and she was being fed lines. So it was just like this fake persona that they created, but with a kid. So that's to get you up to speed with what um, Lil Tay's reputation was or who she was. So, And then we learned about her through this viral death hoax. Uh, posted just last month. I can't believe it was just last month. I know. That's mind-blowing to me. But anyway, it said something like, with a heavy heart, we shared devastating news that our beloved Claire, is her real name, uh, of her sudden and tragic passing. And it was unexpected. Um, Yeah. And also implying that her brother had passed away and it's under investigation so we were like, wait a minute, what? Who was this? And so we looked into it a little bit more if you missed that part of the show. Well, now she's been seen. There was this whole situation, if you remember, Bradley, about her dad lived in Canada. Yeah, it seemed very clear just from like a bystander's perspective that her mom and dad were fighting. It was hard to know who was the good guy or the bad guy or if they were any good persons involved. in like Because it's you're just like here's this child who is like a viral celebrity, which just seems problematic because usually there's some maniacal or manipulative parents behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. So we kind of were not quite sure. Like mom was alleging things. Dad was alleging things. And dad said, I don't like the way she is being treated and pushed into the celebrity status. And I'm taking her to Canada. So her dad like got a court to say that he could, you know, take his child to live in Canada yeah, because they were divorced, of course. So that is... This was in 2018. 2018. Okay, so not 10 years ago. No, it was five years ago. Five years ago. Okay. So that all happened in 2018, and then this viral death hoax. Well, she's been seen for the first time in five years, uh, alive and well at LAX. Here's just a brief, you know, the paparazzi are all around her asking her questions about this death hoax. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, 
Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Can you tell us any more about what your father did? Have you seen him or spoken to him? Is he denied it? What's next for you? What are you going to do next? What are you doing in LA? How did it feel when the death hoax happened? He got your lawsuit. Any idea why you could die that take your death? All right. Yeah, the they reason tried. why they're asking those they questions tried. is because Tuesday, Lil Tay posted this with a picture of her dad. My abusive, racist, misogynistic, woman-beating father oh, faked my death. Oh, my God. With a picture of him and his name, Christopher wow. J. Hope. That's intense. That's intense. Those are some allegations. Do we know anything more about that, or it's just the post? No, it's just the post. They did have a long-running custody battle going on um, over her. Well, that's and, why it's still too hard. Like, how old is she now? Uh, I think... Well, if she was... Let's I mean, see. maybe. I'm just wondering, is she of age yet? No, I'm not sure about that because you know it wasn't really clear. They were saying she was younger than she was, she was in her videos. She's 16. She's 16. Okay. Yeah, so she literally is still a child, which is why all of this is so. It's weird that problematic. Like, they knew, like someone had to have called and said she's coming to L.A. Well, yeah, and somebody got tipped off. So she's in a black hoodie. She's wearing a black mask and sunglasses. And she they're walking in the video. They're walking very slowly so that all the questions can be asked. And all the they didn't seem to be in a hurry. Oh, I see what you're that. saying. Yeah. So they get into a black Escalade and, and go away. But it was clearly planned. It just seems like it was clearly well, planned. Which, let's be clear. This whole career seems completely planned. So sure. I'm not surprised at all that there are people behind the scenes trying to manipulate. Like, the thought was that the death hoax was meant to like get her more attention. Mm-hmm. And now you have her coming back to the United States getting more attention. Exactly. So I still I feel like I need a podcast. I need vice or... Yes. Serial or somebody to do a podcast or a documentary on Netflix or maybe Hulu mm-hmm. to know who's really who here. Because yeah. I, I, I can't make any sense of it. Do you seem to have a sense of who the good guy is and who the I bad guys no are? I have no idea. Are they just, I mean, I think this could have happened that he did fake this hoax or maybe they're trying to get back at him because they don't like him. Maybe he was abusive. Yeah. And so they put all of this up and then, or he did for some reason. And now they're capitalizing on it because there's a clear manipulation of the media, not manipulation, but there's something going on to where it's like, we're taking advantage of this. Yeah. Like this seems to be, and if it turns out that they themselves faked their death and he had nothing to do with it, Oh. Well, still, lot. we have Lil Tay in our mouth. Like, we say Lil Tay. Do you want something else in your mouth? Yeah, because I don't like what I just said about having Lil Tay in my mouth. Do you mouth. want, how about some sourdough? Oh, sure. Do you want some of my bread? Yeah, let's talk about bread. This We're going to talk about bread when we come back. So I know, hard left turn, you guys. But it's not stale. Hey, we'll be right back. <laughs> 
my talkers. It's Bradley here. And Don. And we are here with our friends at Timu with a special deal just for you. Yes. Now, if you don't know what Timu is, they are currently the number one downloaded shopping app in the Apple App Store in the U.S. And we know that because we downloaded it a long time ago, yeah, Bradley. And we love shopping on Timu for deals. In fact, I'm, I'm literally... In the breaks, looking at baking pans. Yeah, I know. My yeah. cart is always full, and I know yours is too. Yes, it is. And anytime I even think of buying anything, I search on Timu first. I'm like, wait a minute, I could get it on this shopping app, but I know it's going to be at least a fifth of the price, and it's probably the same thing. Exactly. And you, my talkers, now can download the Timu app, enter code Timu2023 in the search bar, and you're getting a hundred dollar coupon bundle and free shipping. That's amazing. So if you're looking for a fall accessories halloween stuff go to timu download it in the app timu 2023 the adventures of bradley and don my talk 1071 thank you for joining us uh we are going to shift gears if you just l- listen to uh, the last segment we're shifting gears into bread now because it's, it's a bread lot more tra- fun to talk chat. about bread than a viral death hoax i don't know <laughs> if you knew that but it's true i fully agree so I watched this show that talked all about, um, it was a show about uh, living longer. Blue Zones on Netflix. Yeah, on Netflix, yes. And I really got inspired because they specifically talked about how good sourdough bread in particular is for you. Oh, yeah. It actually lowers, people are like, don't eat carbs, don't eat carbs. No. It's like lowers, lowers your uh, blood sugar intake for like all of your foods yep. as you eat it throughout yep. the day. And mm-hmm. it's kind of magical. Yeah. And I'm like, I know somebody who makes sourdough bread. So I asked you to make me some and you did. And it's so good. Yeah, she forgot it's I was going to so make. She asked God. for it. I brought it in and she was like. Um, you had completely forgotten that I was going to bring you bread, <laughs> yes. which I'm glad was a nice surprise. And you never told me what you thought of it. Oh, I know. But I also bought some at the farmer's market. That's oh, yeah. why I was yeah, like, yeah. I bought sourdough. And you're well, like, girl. And you pointed on the counter. I go, and I'm like, what? Open that bag, honey. Wow. So you just got extra sourdough bread. That's it all. You can really never have enough. And um, I just want to compliment you because I've, I've baked bread before, but not sourdough. Sure. And I also watch a lot of the Great British Baking Show, which we both love tomorrow and adore. on yeah. Netflix. We're going to have Woo! to have a little party. We're going to have to serve some sort of baked good tomorrow in celebration. Uh, Maybe okay. I'll stop and get us pastries on the way. Oh, my gosh. Well, in Are you not that eating Blue Zone that show, of, oh, it told right. me not I'll to make do sure that, it's but... sourdough pastries. I'll go over oh. to Launa Bread, which is a wonderful bakery locally. They've got a lot of sourdough pastries. I, I will accept this. All right. So um, your bread is really good. Thank you. Because it has a nice crust on it. Do you like a crust? Some people, you know, when I, when people get introduced to sourdough, I'm trying not to sound like, you know, like, oh God, you guys don't understand. I don't want to sound like that, but I will say when I was introduced to sourdough bread for the first time, I was like, I feel like I had been robbed my whole life of good bread. Yeah. Like I've had good pastries and good quote bread before, but I'd never really had good, just plain ass quality sourdough and Mm -hmm. the first few times i had it i was just like i this is a whole different experience than a regular loaf of bread it is and so nice crust and also uh whenever they're on the great british bake-off you know they're always squeezing the middle of the bread to see if it bounces back or if it's raw inside and it seems like more often than not on that show when they're doing bread week that every single time 
at least one or two people have raw bread inside. So you you maintained a nice crust, but oh, also it was fluffy inside and had so many holes. And I don't know. It's not called lamination because that's with pastry. What is that? It's just holes. Uh, well, that a would be the crumb. The crumb is the just crumb. The, the sourdough bubbles. So the bubbles are just the production of carbon dioxide, right? That the bacteria are eating the food, which are the sugars and the, the wheat in the bread dough. And then when you bake it, they uh, those bubbles expand mm-hmm. as the gas is heated up. Mm-hmm. And then you get, if you have done, it, there's not really a right and a wrong way, but there's like the way that a lot of people do it, right? Mm-hmm. And so a lot of people like to have those bubbles in their bread evenly distributed throughout the loaf. Yes. And so that's that's a sign of a particular way of doing it, which a lot of people, especially on Instagram, get real excited about. So, yeah, um, that's just the way I learned. So that works for me. But 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 now you. Do people know that you grind your own, you make your own flour? This is next level. You guys, this is so the bread. It's interesting. So, yes, I bought it. I've been like coveting a grain mill for Mm -hmm. years. And I was like, you can't buy it because they're kind of expensive. They're kind of an investment. And I was like, I tend to like jump head first into things. Uh-huh. And so, but I've been practicing this thing of like, if you're really interested in it, that interest will not go away. Yeah. So like, let's re- delay gratification. And then I finally bought, uh, bit the bullet as they say and bought one, but it's taking me time to learn how to do this. Mm. So for your loaf of bread, I used what that's my normal regular sourdough. That's not the whole wheat sourdough. There is whole wheat in that sourdough that you yeah, ate, but it's tell. not the same as the the flour that I grind myself. It's actually the same grain, but Bakersfield is the place locally oh. that grinds it. Oh, nice. So it's not that far off. Yeah, yeah. But so. it's still a it's it's a product that I'm really familiar with how to bake it. So I wanted to make sure you just had the like not one of my experimental loaves that are like <laughs> you're like, oh, this isn't my favorite. <laughs> Because no. I still haven't figured it's it's a process. Well, and something I also notice is that I've had some sourdough bread that just doesn't even. I'm like, is this sourdough? It what is it? An it isn't tart enough. But yours had that really good tartness to it. That's yeah, just the the sour flavor. The the tang, if yeah, you will, is a product of time. Mm. But also, can I just say too? And this is again, I don't want to sound too like oh. But like you're gonna see a lot of things labeled sourdough just because it says sourdough don't mean it's sourdough. Well, so right. if you look on the back of, and by the way, it's not to say that there's only one way to do sourdough. But what you know, you talk about the health benefits mm-hmm. and the process. And if you're looking for that true healthy sourdough thing, you want to make sure that it's like flour, salt, water, and maybe. You know, sometimes you might see some malted barley flour or some honey or something else thrown in. Yeah. But if you see yeast, then typically that's not sourdough. Oh. A lot of times they'll just take bread and add a little bit of citric acid to it. Right. Um, essentially to give it a sour taste. And so oh. people think, oh, that's sourdough. So it's like fake sourdough. So there is like, quote, fake sourdough out there. But you just got to, you just got to, you know. Yeah, we go want to a good process. reputable bakery and you'll get some. You, okay. you, you don't have to like distrust bakeries if they say it's sourdough it's probably prepared in the traditional don't way don't go in there like a care like, hey what kind like, of sourdough um, is this bradley trainer told me he told me that this isn't real did you okay can i ask a question about the sourdough if you're just joining us this mm-hmm. is not baker's chat but it kind of is because dawn and i are both bakeries yeah. um how did you prepare it 
I sliced it. Toast it? And I toasted it. And then... So What'd you put on it? I put Kerrygold butter oh, and... A little bit of sea salt? Some... No, I put I put some jam on oh. there. My favorite jam that's like... It's has less sugar than other jams, okay. but it's less... It's a little bit more expensive, but... Yeah. I don't remember what it's called. That's fine. It has a pattern like a... A plaid pattern on the top, and it has an odd shaped jar. Okay. Anyway, yeah, you can get know. it in Target. But uh, I love to do to do that. But I will say, even just butter and a little bit of sea salt on top. Oh. Man. Oh, sea salt. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Or, and I also put some Biscoff on there. Biscoff. Ooh. Biscoff cookie butter with cookie butter. <laughs> oh my god, that sounds amazing. I was it real nice and crunchy? Because that's mm-hmm. a thing I really enjoy with the sourdough, the fresh sourdough that's toasted. Yeah. Is it's just got this like crunch? And then the and middle chew. was soft, so yeah. it was like I toasted it just perfectly, and it sounded like something weird was happening in the kitchen. Because I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, and Jamie and I both was like, "What the first is time happening we, in there?" And it, it, first, it was a pandemic experience, as a lot of people can relate, right? And um. We both just sat there like, what is this magic? So many people made sourdough during that. It yeah. was like sort of a joke, like because people were just looking for any type of creativity or outlet. I started baking. Well, and there was a shortage of yeast. Oh, yeah. There was a big shortage of yeast. Oh, is that what kind of started it? Because I don't, don't know if that's what started it, but that was yeast. part of the, the reason was like flour and yeast were hard to come by. Yeah. Um. And so a lot of people turn to sourdough, and rightfully so. I love yeast breads. I mean, there's nothing wrong with yeast. It's not like yeast is somehow evil or anything. It's just but there's a, a different shortcut. taste. I will say I make, I have made yeasted bread as well, and I'm like, oh, this doesn't quite taste the same for me. Right. So it's just a preference. It is. I've, so I've eaten half the loaf already. Good. And so I chose to freeze the other. I sliced it first. That's and then smart. It's free, it. it freezes really well. Yeah. So thank you so much. Um, now, I started to look up how to actually make the starter. And then I'm like, mm, well, Here's this the looks thing. a little scary. It's not. It's super easy. Am I going to poison it's... myself if I get it wrong? No. Okay. <laughs> no, it's like it's like pickling. It's like fermenting. It's like all that stuff. People think it's like an overwhelming and it's really not. It's literally air, flour, water. Mm-hmm. The problem is you don't know what to look for and you don't know what's what like when it's ready. It's hard to know until you've done it enough to know like, oh, it's working now. Right. right? Like that's yeah, the trial hard and part. Error. I mean, most but of I the can recipes... also bring you starter. Oh, OK, but you might want to start your own. Everybody no. has a preference. Like I, I grew my own. Well, I didn't grow it, but I like started from scratch. But you can literally go to half a dozen bakeries and ask for some starter and they'll give it to you. And then you just keep a little Feeding bit back. It? Yeah. Okay. So you all you can keep the same starter for a year or what? I mean, well, there forever? are people there are people that claim that they've got starters that are hundreds of years old. They're not I mean, they may have been using from the same batch for a hundred years, but like the bacteria and things are growing constantly. So it's not like the bacteria are that old. So you're telling me that there are people that have, that have, you know, with everything going on in the world, they've continued to feed a starter. Yeah. That their allegedly, you will, you could them. go online right now and find starters that allege to be from like the 1800s. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> the whole world of sourdough. But, I just which didn't. is which is fun and exciting, <laughs> and go get it if that you know was part of the journey for you. But like you literally, those bacteria have been around for millions of years. So just sure. open up a window; they'll come on in. Oh, okay. 
Well, it's good to know do, that do I you wouldn't. Wanna, yeah. You want to start? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's easy. Okay. But it's going to take it's gonna I just take saw time. all the consternation on Instagram um, and just social media during the pandemic of all these people going pictures of their growth and their sourdough starter. And I was like, this is complicated. It just seemed more complicated. It seems complicated because, you know, it's like pickleball. When you watched your pickleball experience for the first time, you probably were overwhelmed. Um, absolutely. When then, I was on the court, I was overwhelmed. And then, but slowly. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. But surely you're like, oh, now I kind of get this. It's, it's like anything. Now I can make contact with the ball and I don't feel like my knee is going to fall off. Exactly. And now when I, uh, like, I pull my starter, I know, like, at first you're like, oh, I've got to do this and it's got to be perfect and everything has to happen just align, the planets need to align. And it's like, actually, it is so much easier, but people overcomplicate things. Mm -hmm. And you, I always remind myself, people have been making sourdough bread for tens of thousands of years, right? Yeah, sure. At least without the aid of technology. Yeah. So if people tell you you need to have like special equipment Mm -mm. or like some kind of, you know, electronical something or other, some setup, um, do you really think like Bronze Age people (laughs) had like bread warmers and things? No, you're fine. You can do it. So if you want to do it, we'll get you set up. Okay, good. Let's just wait until pickleball is over and then I can pickleball. Actually, Halloween needs to be over because my paranormal And then the holidays. We'll do it at the beginning of the year when you're not doing anything. (laughs) Okay, great. Because Christmas is going to be here, New Year's. Yeah. When we come back from break. We'll get you on a, we'll get you January set up. is sourdough month. Sourdough. All right. Mike, you want to do sourdough too? Oh uh, yeah. We've already started the process. We, <gasps> oh my. so TikTok is, uh, yeah, there's a whole TikTok, um, sourdough people and, oh, uh, yeah. Sarah went down that road. I'm curious who and, she follow. Uh, I'll have to, yeah. we'll have to compare notes cause I've got some suggestions. And that's why I was shaking you. my head with like the 30 year old, uh, someone like inherited from their neighbor. And apparently the starter has been over 30 years old. Like yeah. there's hundreds of years. It's fascinating. Yeah. So no, oh, absolutely. Mike, get TikTok if you in. really, really want to. I can't do TikTok. Yeah. I don't want it. She does reels. It's the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> Honey, it literally, the same videos are on I'll the same platform. I'm, I'm not, I don't have very good self-discipline when it comes to I'm just to saying, apps. just stay on reels. You don't have to go over yeah. to TikTok, but the same content creators. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and there's some really good ones uh, that, that, that will not overcomplicate your life. Okay. So. When we come back, thanks for bread chat. I'm here for that. If you guys want to do that every day, I'd be down. Something tells me not everybody else would be. It's fine. When we come back, Dawn watched Dancing with the Stars specifically to pay attention to one sister of Britney Spears. That's Jamie Lynn, and she'll give us her take when we return right here on My Talk 1071.
Tickets for Project Down and Dirty Pickleball are on sale now. Come watch all the weekday shows battle each other head-to-head in a pickleball tournament Friday, October 13th at Lucky Shots Pickleball Club in Minneapolis. Tickets are selling fast. The reunion show sold out on the first day, but you can still get $30 tickets to come watch the big tournaments. As always, Project Down and Dirty is a fundraiser for four great charities. Bradley and I, a.k.a. Team Picklepuss, will be playing for Brave Like Gabe. Jason and Alexis's team, the Ball Slappers, will be raising money for Big Brothers, Big Sisters, Twin Cities. Our team, the Brind Leading the Brind, will be raising money for Special Olympics Minnesota. And Lori and Julia's team, Pickle Me Pink, will be playing for SAVE, Suicide Awareness Voices of Education. PD&D is always a great time, and we hope you can come be a part of it. Project Down and Dirty Pickleball is presented by Twin Cities Integrative Medicine. Hey guys, Bradley here with great news from my friends at Little Blind Spot and Hunter Douglas. Not only do select Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades qualify for a U.S. federal tax credit of up to $1,200, but you can save even more money with rebates on Duet Honeycomb Shades with PowerView Automation. Get a $150 rebate when you buy four Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades with PowerView Automation and receive a $38 rebate for each additional unit with PowerView. Limitations and restrictions apply. Ask for details. Now is the time to take advantage of some major credits and rebates. Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades are amazing and available in many fabrics, including light filtering, room darkening, and blackout shading options. Visit the Little Blind Spot showroom in downtown Hopkins today and let their experts help you through every step of the process. Or check them out online at littleblindspot.com. And don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. Sing it with me. The Little Blind Spot. Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk. 1071, thank you for being here with us. Um, so Dancing with the Stars premiered last night, and we have the um, all of the dances and the results of, you know, if you didn't watch the show. If the, Spoiler alert, if you haven't watched the show yet and you, you have it taped on the VCR, mm-hmm. I'd tune away for a little bit. But <laughs> I am here to talk about Jamie Lynn Spears first. She is a part of the cast, um, and people are not liking that, Bradley. Uh, people online are hating on Jamie Lynn Spears of course they for are. existing. Now, I'm not, I could care less either way, honestly. What Brittany says about her and her entire family, we will learn, you know, Shortly. more of that in her book, mm-hmm. Pieces of Me, that comes out in October. Wait. So, but Jamie Lynn, she's just trying to, you know, make some money out there. And actually, we have a clip of her on Good Morning America from two weeks ago. Uh, she's talking about, because there is a strike going on. So, And she's on a show, Zoe 101, the reboot. So, you know, it's like she's talking about where the money is going to go if she profits at all from this. You did it. You signed on the dotted line. I did it. Are you ready for this? I mean, I don't know if one could ever be 100% ready to take on something this big. I didn't realize what a commitment it is, but it definitely is. I'm ready to challenge myself and also being able to do it um, for a reason that means a lot to me. While everybody in my community is on strike and SAG, I'm going to be able, I've had this unique opportunity where I was offered a chance to work when my community cannot work. So I figured I'll do this and I will donate my weekly salary to SAG, WGA. That's awesome. Just give back to them in a time where they can't even give to themselves. That is awesome. Mm. Okay, so I think doing that really helps her. I don't know if everybody knows that, if they didn't watch Good Morning America. Yeah. We talked about it. Uh, but, you know, the thing is, is that I don't really understand 
people going online and being so hateful. Like, why isn't this Britney? Somebody said because Britney is dancing with well, knives all, in her house. Okay? Yeah, she's she's in her own dance. She's, she's in her own world, dancing with her own star. And by that I mean like <laughs> she is the star. Yeah. Yes. Um, should have been called Dancing with the Stars' sister this season. Uh, we would rather have Britney. Uh, another one. We didn't forget what she did to Britney Spears. I hope she gets she goes home soon. Um, her signature move is throwing her sister under the bus. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, there goes your shot at winning. I'd be embarrassed if I were you. She's one of the most hated people in America. So no, this isn't actually, something that's like, it's just a over and over and over again. It's like lots and lots and lots of the Britney Spears fans. You do, you know, I think, I think the, okay, so that's all trolling. Yeah. But a certain amount of the, like, let's say legitimate criticism of her would be, you're just trying to cash in on your sister's spotlight. But I feel like that's been a criticism of her forever. And that's really not fair because, or at least not entirely fair, because she has a career mm-hmm. as an actress, singer, entertainer, yeah. Hollywood person, celebrity, right? And she too was, I don't want to say forced into it, but it was the family business in Absolutely. a way. That like doesn't, it's not that I want to say that there aren't, problematic family dynamics and that she didn't benefit from the conservatorship for 14 years. She certainly did. But please remember, she's the younger sister. Uh huh. And if things happen to Brittany, they probably happen to her too. So I just feel like it's more complicated than right. Jamie Lynn is evil. It's like she was a child. She was pushed into the business also. So let's remember that. Now, and, as an adult, she has that, a choice. Yeah. But, and you understand. I was just going to say that uh, Brittany has a complicated relationship with her and she she has like, you know, sort of launched attacks, verbal assaults on her online, which is probably where the fans have decided, you know, that's where we're going to get our marching orders from. But you also have to understand that the reason Brittany is upset doesn't really have everything to do with Jamie Lynn Spears, that she is, yeah. I'm sorry, I get very emotional. Are you okay? No, I just burped. Um <laughs> That she, she, it's more complicated than that. She probably is lashing out at everyone around her, but maybe the real problem is not Jamie Lynn Spears. Yeah. Maybe the real problem is her father, the conservatorship, the justice system that let her down. Like, yeah. And going online and being nasty is not going to solve any of that. Exactly. You know, so just be nice. And I think that Jamie Lynn is entirely permitted to have a career and she part of that career is being the famous sister of Britney Spears. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I of mean, course look at every other sibling of a celebrity. Yeah. They're also trying to be yeah. actors. You can, you can say actors. like, you know, what do we say about, you know, like nepotism and nepo baby. She's not a nepo baby though, because again, her father tried to make her a thing just as much. Yeah. So I watched all the performances. Oh, I want to remind. Okay, so I want to remind. There's actual performances happening. Yes. Um. So the top one for me actually scored the best, eighteen out of thirty, and that is Sochi and Val. Sochi is from actually you. If you saw Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, she played America, and she was first introduced there. She's seventeen. She's the youngest. She scored the best. She was clearly the best. This girl has been dancing, I can tell, since she was probably three. Second in place doesn't make sense to me. Um, it's actually um, 
uh, Barry. Oh my gosh, Clean would kill me. Barry Williams. Oh, Barry Williams. Yeah, Barry from the Williams Brady wasn't great. He had a big smile on his face, and I love him. But there is no way that out of all the other dancers, he was better. <laughs> he was well, in second place. John, what but did we learn earlier 16. in the show? Yeah, this is the scoring is just wild. It's like what? What is this? Things may be determined behind the scenes. <sighs> yes. Then we have uh, Tyson Beckford in the cast. Allison Hannigan was abysmal. Oh no! And she was the fourth place. I'm like, that is not no. Um, n- no, not at all. Mira Sorvino scared me. Oh, no. Why did she scare you? Uh, because she and her partner, Gleb, had a lot of moves that were um, like risky for him. And she kind of just leaned into it. I'm like, oh, boy, let's just. Woo. And then there was a weird like like motorboating move ah, no. that he did. What? Yeah. At the end, he didn't <laughs> actually do it, but he did it. At the, I was like, what is this? So is that a dance definitely move? entertaining. I would check them out on YouTube. You can find them all just you know, with no interviews or anything, just right. dances. Thank you, Dawn. When yep. we come back, we're going to talk about our weekends. You've got something scary coming up. Ooh. Yeah, scary. Mike, we'll find out what you're eating when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. It's literally the most fun I have ever had. My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment.